Expanding Your Mind with Grant Hicks, a boundary-breaking show designed to dissect subjects such as spirituality, past lives, hypnosis, the esoteric, ancient history, the universe, energy, extraterrestrials, conspiracies, the earth, and more. Hello and welcome to this week's show, Cognitive Dissonance. What is it? <clears throat> you may have heard it band around quite a few times, Cognitive Dissonance. And if you're new to this podcast, you'll see that I digress all over the place, but always loop it back. And if you're wondering why I'm drinking this and doing this, it's um, filtered water, properly filtered water with DMSO in it, DMSO. It's warm. It's nice and warm as well. So helps lubricate the body and also goes into the cells of the body. Uh, very good for you. DMSO. And you just get the dropper and put it in it. And then, <clears throat> then I use my wand using terahertz technology and energize it. Structure the water. Have to structure the water because if you don't know, a lot of the water around you is dead especially tap water, dead water, and water, <laughs> told you I digress, <laughs> doing it straight away, a water holds memory, so if it's dead, then uh, yeah, <laughs> the memory's dead, isn't it, so it just uh, works on destroying your body rather than healing it, anyway, I, I can't believe how quickly I digressed, what was I talking about, I forgot, what's this week's about, cognitive dissonance, that's it, cognitive dissonance, now, <clears throat> if you how can I put this? Again, all of this is ad lib, just off the cuff stuff. Cognitive dissonance, right? Where should we go with this? Basically, cognitive dissonance is something's happened, whether it's major, worldwide, everyone knows about it, like the incident, wherever it was, or some people, some corporations, some companies are doing something that is detrimental to humanity, like bumping them off or poisoning them or injecting them with things. <clears throat> and there's a lot of evidence to say what they're doing is wrong. You know? And it's the evidence goes against the mainstream narrative, as it were. So it's having cognitive thought and going, hold on a minute. What they're telling us, it just doesn't ring true. Just, you feel it, you know it, you sense it. You may have researched things and realised that what they're telling you, the mainstream, is a load of bullshit, a load of lies. And I think um, for the majority of the world, Mind you, when we speak about the majority of the world, we're normally talking about the Western world, not Africa, China, Russia, all that sort of stuff. But can include them. So I'm sure they they'll know that 9/11 um, was one that woke a lot of people up. It really did. <clears throat> Couldn't comprehend the sheer destruction and devastation that was many years in the planning. And I'm not going to go down that road too deeply, but. This is it. it. It's 
some people wholeheartedly believing and trusting so-called experts, whether they're prime ministers, presidents, government advisors, health advisors. I have to laugh with that one, health advisors. <laughs> um, anything, anything. People trust in them because we're brought up to trust them, aren't we? When we're born, we, we're not given a manual <clears throat> to say, this is who you should trust, this isn't who you, who you should trust. Usually that comes from your parents. But if they're flag wavers, whatever country they're in, and they're waving their flag, oh, look at me, look at me. Oh, we love our queen. We we love our president. Oh, we love this. We love that pops. Oh, we love the Beatles. Oh, we love whoever, you know, blah, blah, blah. So if they do something wrong, the cognitive dissonance will come in and you'll just see or notice the shiny version of them, not the real version of them. And you won't hear any different, despite if people had reams and reams and files and libraries of evidence saying, look, I know you like them. I know you like that family i know you like that president or i know you like that pop star i know you like that banker i know you like that uh murdering um what's his name murdering allegedly murdering bloke wears glasses and uh buying up all the farmland in the states <clears throat> what's his name yeah you know what i'm talking about and, and, and this is it if, if you like a certain part about people organizations companies you tend to defend them because I suppose people don't want to admit that they've been hoodwinked. They don't want to know that they've been easily fooled and used and abused because it is an abusive relationship between you and the person you're idolizing or the people or the, or the groups you're idolizing. It's an abusive relationship. And it may well be that if you haven't been in a an abusive um, intimate relationship, for example, or, or you know, a relationship with your your parents, your siblings, your partners, if you haven't been in an abusive relationship, then you, you may not notice it. You may not notice it. But for those that have been in abusive relationships, have been mistreated, have lost everything, have been uh, falsely accused of things. You know what I'm talking about. You know exactly what I'm talking about. And you can see it a lot quicker because you recognize the signs and you recognize the feelings. For example, if uh, you were beaten up as a child or um, abused, constantly ridiculed and, and put down all the time in front of people, and you've left that behind, you think you've healed, and then... And then you get involved with someone else or you're around others and then they start showing the same behavioral traits it triggers you it's like whoa hold on whoa, whoa. and the people may not know that they're triggering they may not know that their behavior is a triggering behavior some people are completely unaware of their behavior completely unaware but cognitive dissonance is it's yeah, it's, there you go, guys. There's the evidence. And people who suffer from cognitive dissonance 
will always try to debunk the evidence, no matter what, no matter what. And I suppose it's a good thing if you're trying to debunk evidence, but <laughs> they only listen to their evidence. They're not open to other people's evidence that's debunking their evidence. They're not interested. Uh, as soon you watch, you most, most probably have seen this all over the place. But as soon as you say, <clears throat> where did you get that from? And you put up a YouTube video or a Rumble video or something. Oh, I see. Oh, you've got your evidence off the internet. Oh, where'd you get yours then? <clears throat> My internet's better than your internet. Your internet's lying. <laughs> okay, but, you know, I've questioned it. Not saying me, I'm saying in general, people will say, I've questioned it though. You haven't. Yes, but I'm, I'm holier than thou. So my evidence is better than yours my research of all of like two minutes and getting the first result in google that's their, their research well, hold on a minute you do realize google and other search engines search engine if i can say it, put my teeth in search engines uh, suppress lots and lots of sites lots of sites lots of information you know that you should know all that i mean this is it and I think I've mentioned this numerous times before, <clears throat> is that if you start from a, a core belief, core setting, right, mainstream media, lie. Governments, politicians, lie. Health officials, lie. They all lie. They all lie for their agenda. All right? So you've got to understand that. If they're going to lie for their agenda, then why would you take anything they say? Face value. Why would you? They're being paid. What's that, what's that old meme? You know, 99% of scientists agree with whoever's paying them. <laughs> you know, with 9-11, I mean, that was a, yeah, a major, major event, major event, a world-changing event. And... Um, Yeah, yeah, you, you, you just look at it, but I said I wasn't going to bang on about it. Only just a teeny little bit, I promise. But when you find out that the buildings were never insured, yet, uh, what's his name, Larry, the guy who bought them or owned them, got them insured so many months beforehand, both of them, against terror attacks, you know? whether it's holograms or whatever it is, but it was, th this is it. Okay. <clears throat> right. Just excuse me, I'm just getting some information coming in. Sounds bizarre. If, you, if you're new to this, it's going to look weird and wacky, but if, you, if, you, if you're um, seeing a few, you know what I'm talking about. I'll get information downloads. Okay, right. <clears throat> so now I, I receive information. <laughs> and uh, i've got to try and put it into to words so okay what it is they use uh hegelian dialect problem reaction solution problem reaction solution they have to create a problem all right whether it's in a town country worldwide have to create a problem sit back chugging their ports and their big fat cigars chewing on uh i was going to say it but i'm not going to say it because <laughs> it's not nice um drinking some red drink <clears throat> not wine and uh 
watching the world's reaction, watching the public's reaction. And they watch their reaction, which they know what the reaction will be. They know it. They know the reaction. And then they come in with the solution. Yet, if they're coming with a solution immediately, say, right, we're, do we're doing this. Whoa, no, you're not. Whoa, hold on. No, 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 no. No, what, what's this? Because most people don't like change, do they? They don't like change. So if they come out and say, right, there you go, change. No, nope, we're not having it. And we're going to fight it. So they learned by using problem, reaction, solution. That's the easier way of bringing stuff in. And obviously 9-11 was used to go in to the Middle East and take over whatever there was there. Please don't think it's about oil. It's not. That's a bonus. That is a lovely bonus. That's a Brucey bonus. For those of you old enough and in the UK, you know that is a Brucey bonus. And um, apparently it was to get Stargates, alien tech, and uh, I think one of the Anunnaki was there, found there. So, yeah, it's not what you hear in the mainstream. You know, war on terror. What a load of shit. So they use this. In the past few years, what have they used? Another big bogeyman scare. They used the Cold War. You know, the Russians are coming. They go, oh, my God, panic, 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 do this. Oh, Yet people are in Russia going about their daily business. Have no idea. Yet because the seed has been planted, people in America were frightened uh, that the Russians had nuclear weapons was it on Cuba and that they were going to fire them. So what was being sold? Underground bunkers, shelters, this and the other. Sell, sell, sell. People are always going to make money out of fear. Always. Imagine if you stop being fearful. Imagine that. But even after the events happen, I mean, a lot of it throughout history, we find out after. Well, I think nowadays with the internet, things are a lot quicker and you learn quicker. So even if uh, the events happen, should question everything, always, always say, question everything question everything and people still nowadays believe that you know some men in a cave plotted to bring down two towers they still believe it they absolutely still believe it they will never ever have it that their own government uh, was involved won't have it so what you've got to realize is now where did i see it where did i see it there's a a program on earlier, I just caught it as I was leaving. Uh, and it was it was um about a a secret underground base. Was it Hacks Hacks Green? I think it's Hacks Green, H-A-C-K-S, Hacks Green. It was one of these paranormal programs, you know, and I was doing like ghost hunts or whatever. And this underground base in, in the UK. And you go down there, it's deep, deep, deep underground. And it was, oh, when was it built? 19, I think nine, don't quote me on it. Do your research on it. 1941, I think. Uh, and then it become declassified later, I think in the 70s, something like that. 
had all the telecommunications under there, beds everywhere, the full works, the full proper bunker works. It was always always kept secret. And uh, so how many, how many underground bunkers are there all over the world? Loads and loads and loads and loads and loads, shitloads that you'll never know about. You know where people hear like a rumbling, they go, oh, what's that rumbling? It was an earthquake. It was an, earth it was an earthquake. So they take it at face value. That was an earthquake. So everyone, social media, did everyone feel that earthquake? That, oh, is that what it was? Yeah, it was an earthquake. Oh, wow, earthquake, earthquake. Did everyone feel that earthquake? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, wow. It was an earthquake. Was it? Oh, okay. In places that you don't normally get earthquakes. Yeah, it's because of climate change. <laughs> It's because you're you're buying fruit in plastic wraps. You're you're going to pick your kids up from school. It's your fault. You're you know, they always pass the buck, don't they, to the public? It's their fault. Yeah, yet they're buying the stuff that's being manufactured to create the shit. <laughs> it's your fault. It's your fault. You messes. It's your fault. But. <laughs> uh, How do you not know that they're not boring underneath? Not boring as in, you're boring, boring like a tunnel or something under the ground, deep under the ground, and you're feeling the tremors from that. They've got to be built, haven't they? They have to be built. Um, and as you know, a lot of towns already have secret underground tunnels. You know, where they'd, they'd sneak from one part of town to the other under the ground. And this would have been hundreds of years ago. And they say they've filled them up. I reckon they've filled them up. Apparently, there's a tunnel from Scotland all the way to Turkey. But if it's hundreds of years old, thousands of years old, I mean, how did they know that was going all the way to Turkey? Did they pop up, always dig up a bit, see where we are, up Periscope? Oh, shit, we're in the middle of the English Channel. <laughs> Flood. <laughs> How'd they do it? If there's a tunnel, that's gone deeper than the English Channel. Hasn't it? And the thing is, there's an old uh, either painting or a drawing, uh, and it's, it says it's France and England, and this painting, I oh, don't know how old it is, but it's... I don't know, 1600, 1700, something like that. And you can clearly see it. And it's like a drawing. And they're showing from France to England, a tunnel going underneath, going right the way underneath the English Channel. So when we've had the Channel Tunnel, could it be a possibility that it was already there? And they just expanded on it. Don't know. You'd only know if someone would tell the truth. But as you know, nowadays, the truth is stranger than fiction. But even with this evidence, you can say to people, look, this is happening here. Oh, here are conspiracy theorists. It's like there's a trigger in their brain, a trigger. And usually when you, what's that horrible word again, awaken, or you become aware of what's going on and you're aware of the lies that you've been told the whole world has been told you want to tell people 
you do want to tell you want to, you want to say oh my god look because you love people you love the people around you you love your friends your family whoever it's like oh, man you need to know this you need to know this stuff what what but you've just told them in the middle of the day when they're thinking about something else think about what they're making for dinner or where they've got to go at the weekend or whatever or they might be half cut having a drink or whatever enjoy themselves and all of a sudden you've come and gone oh did you know this bang the brain can't handle it because <laughs> it's not in that zone and then you're on the back foot because they go oh shut up what are you talking about no 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 then you're defending your evidence and they're not interested completely not interested and you get worn out and you lose your energy because you're trying to say look at this look at what's going on look at this oh go away go i'm enjoying my pint or i'm enjoying my roast dinner i'm enjoying whatever <clears throat> i don't want to know about that some people are happy in their bubbles yeah then they have offspring called and they're bubble creators <laughs> So we need to be able to get it somewhere where um, rather than cognitive dissonance, it's cognitive thought. Think about this. Think about what's going on. Think about this. It's like, you know, numerous people this week just walking along, not walking along, I know the people or just chatting anywhere. And why these sort of people, I don't know if you can tell, I can talk for England. <laughs> and um, no matter where I am, I could spark up a conversation, boom, like this and up always dropping stuff in always it's just it's second nature it's like oh that's a lie you've been lied to all your life don't necessarily come across that way but um <laughs> so what i found is better than like the method i said before where it's like have a look at this look at this do you know about this you need to know about this look at this oh my god it's too intrusive in their mind so it's better to ask them a question. It's like, uh, what, what do you think of these 15-minute cities then that they want to bring in? What? What are you on about? Well, these 15-minute cities they want to bring in? You know, this part of the Agenda 30, um, you know, if you're still alive then. <laughs> Eating your bug burger and selling in, in Lidl's now. <laughs> you just can't believe <laughs> it's changing so fast isn't it you can't keep up with the world it's like shit i've just done a podcast on this and now it's changed again oh it's got to do another one um yeah where was i gone off again keep digressing but yeah so rather than uh telling them this ask them what do you think of these 15 minute cities they want to bring in what, what do you mean 15 minute cities what's that about well apparently they say you you know in 2030 you'll own nothing and you'll be happy really and part of that is they they, they class it under climate change uh because it's you again it's you public you're creating all of this shit you are it's your fault so you have to pay and we're going to make your life awkward because you're creating all this pollution not the big corporate companies they're not they're mates yeah they're putting these great big ginormous planters in the roads blocking the roads and if you've seen the videos of the police, the, the fire engines, ambulances trying to get down there and they can't. And they have to reverse and turn around and go a much longer route around. People could end up dying and most probably will end up dying because of that. 
or because someone needs to be to justify why they are in their position, their job. So they come out with this shit. Plus, they're all getting bunged, aren't they? You know, nice big bung from the WEF. And you're not allowed to go out your city. I think it's uh, after 100 times. If you want to go out your city more than 100 times a year, you will be fined. You'll be fined. Oh, so that's uh, another tax on poor people. Yeah. They wouldn't say that. But, um... So you're asking that kind of question. And every single person I've asked that this week has no idea. No idea. What do you think of this then? What? Oh, how's that going to work? Is that not going to work, is it? No, it isn't. And that's how they want it, not to work. They want to destroy you mentally. Remember that. That's their whole job, destroy you mentally. And sometimes physically too. Another one said, uh, I said, what do you think of this digital ID they want to bring in? What, 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 why do you keep on about this stuff? It's like... Where are you to not get this information then? This is what they want to do. And they do what they can to bring it in. What do you think of CBDC, Central Banking Digital Currency? Where they're going to take away all your money, all your wealth, anything, you know. And they're going to bring this currency in that's digital, that's uh, programmable. You're only allowed up to £20,000, dollars, wherever it is. That's all you're allowed. And some people would be going, poor, well, I've even got like 20 quid in my account. doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. doesn't matter the amount. But so, for example, you're an entrepreneur or you're a business person or, <clears throat> excuse me, or, or you've got some inheritance or whatever. You win the lottery. You're not allowed to then. Gone. You've got a limit and you have to spend it by a certain time. Otherwise, they take it. Just like China. <coughs> excuse me again. Sorry. And um, yet they can't bring that in until they bring the digital ID in. So guess what you've got to do? Refuse a digital ID at all costs. But it's these little teeny things, right? Because I know you know you, you bang on about 9-11, classed as a conspiracy theorist. You could bang on about the, the pandemic. You'll be classed as a conspiracy theorist. Even though all the evidence is there. It's even on the government's own websites, what it's doing. I've told so many people, say, look, they go, are you conspiracy theorist? Oh, really? Go on, go on here then. Go on the duck, duck, duck gov, dot gov website and have a look. It's there. They're actually telling you. Oh, you keep on, oh, you and your conspiracy theories. It's on the freaking government website. They're telling you to your face now. They're not hiding the damage it's causing. And they go, oh, cuckoo, whatever. But by going in on these little things, because I think it's only when it affects people personally, mind you, saying that, all these people dying, which is affecting people personally, and some are waking up to the fact, there's still a lot on. But if you go on about the 15-minute cities, the digital ID, the central banking digital currency, all, all that sort of stuff, yeah, it sounds you know, flashy words, but once you start putting it together, say, look, it's like, it's what it is, it's like a net. I've realised I've gone off of what I was saying earlier. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Mr. Digress. <laughs> um, it's like the loops of a net. There's that loop. Oh, there's the 50-minute city. Oh, right. Well, a, a loop on its own isn't going to do anything. We need to attach another loop to it. 
Oh, let's attach another loop. Oh, there we go. There's a digital ID. Okay, right now we've got two loops together. That's strong. Okay. Digital currency. Oh, that's another loop. Oh, this bug burgers will bring down their health. Let, let them eat shit and stuff. Oh, it's another loop, another loop, another loop. Oh, it's bringing a tax on this and a tax on that. Let's do this, charge this, charge that. Let's put the energy bills up. Let's, another loop, another loop, another loop. Until it creates a ginormous net. And you're so restricted. And you're like, God, I can't, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. Stop, stop. We've got the solution. We have a solution. We've realized that this hasn't really been working. And so what we're going to do, we've created smart cities. That's what they wanted in the beginning. So by calling it 15 minute cities, that stops you questioning, doesn't it? Well, it's only 15 minute cities. I've got everything I need here. I don't need to go anywhere. What about the people that do? What about the people that work half an hour away, an hour away? What about dads that have to see their children and they're in a completely different district, different town? What happens then? I, I want to go on holiday. Well, you know, <laughs> you, you can only go on holiday in the 14 minute section of your city. See where it's going, guys. You know, it's, 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 hold on, I've got to go back to what I originally said. You know, I said I got a download. I forgot to finish that off about the uh, problem, reaction, solution. So what it is, I told you I'll loop it back. Problem, reaction, solution. So they put the problem out there, watch the reaction, which is usually people going ballistic or demanding this or demanding change or whatever. And then they bring in the solution that they originally intended to bring in. I mean, Guys, this should be the norm. This should be the norm. Everyone should know this. So that then links in with the people that suffer from cognitive dissonance. Because if you've created a problem, it really only affects those. Well, not they only affects those that kick up the fuss and whatever, who suffer from cognitive dissonance. So it's like throwing a cat amongst the pigeons, isn't it? diving into the uh, beehive all the bees go off there you go what's the solution oh we bring out our puffer we puff them all and there you go oh thank god you were here thank god you were here to save us with your puffer your smoke machine thank god for that where did you come from it's like an angel sent you <laughs> no we just knew that we'd do that and they'd do that and you'd react that way and we'd come in and do that but you've got to pay us now <clears throat> It's, it's like it's like here in the UK right now, or so they say, in, in a lot of the supermarkets, there's no fruit and veg. <laughs> Yet in lockdown, that's what was left because people wouldn't eat it. Now they want to be more health conscious. There's no fruit and veg. Apparently due to bad weather in North Africa and southern Spain. Apparently. <laughs> but... Then people are putting up photos all around Europe. Well, we've got fresh fruit and veg. We've got it. The independent shops have got it. Just it's being kept out of the supermarkets. Again, to get people to worry. Oh my God, there's going to be shortages. Because that, just by doing that, creating a problem. Going to get the reaction. We need to grow more GMO. Oh my God, if this happens again, we're all going to die. 
guess what? I'm going to let you on a, a secret. And it's a secret that's been passed down for billions of years. There's a secret. Are you ready for this? No one's getting out of here alive. No one. <laughs> Don't tell anyone. But none of us are getting out of here alive. <laughs> but this is it. Problem, reaction, solution. So we're waiting for the solution right now. They said, oh, oh, the supply chain should be back up and running. Oh, hold on a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The supply chains. Keywords. You've got to listen for the keywords. Supply chain. Well, hold on. You said supply chain. You said it was due to bad weather over there. Argue, arguably, you could say, yes, that's the start of the supply chain. But really, supply chain is in the warehouses, the, the logistics part of it. You can't eat fruit and veg, but we've got these bug burgers here. <laughs> these all grown in a lab as well. So they're growing all these insects in labs to make food for you. And, and I do get people, uh, you know, the moany, whingy bastards that say, oh, you know, you, you, you watch, I love watching films. I love watching films. I learn a lot from watching films because of the hidden messages that are in there. That, that once you're completely aware of what goes on, you go, oh, I spot that over there. I spot that there. Oh, look at the clock in the background. Oh, what's it on? 11-11. Oh, there's a surprise. Or 9-11. You look in a lot of films, you'll see the clock at 9-11. Yeah, which is it would be what would it be? Eleven minutes to yeah, eleven minutes to ten on the clock. So it'd be like the nine hour. And then I'm doing it this way. I might be reversed on the camera. Yeah. Oh, look at the, the the oh in every single film you have an obelisk everywhere. Oh, black and white floor. Oh, you have a triangle. Oh, there's a number thirty three. Even saw the number thirty three in the old program Quantum Leap the other day. Love that Quantum Leap. <laughs> Number 33, I went, oh my God, it's even then. I mean, you wasn't so aware. It's everywhere. There's a, a couple of films and Snowpiercer actually made a series as well, but the, the, the film I think was out first, Snowpiercer and the trains, the, the train that goes all the way around the world, never stops, never stops. A ginormous train, I think it's a thousand and one carriages or something like that. And it just keeps going around the world because the whole world is covered in ice and snow, like really deep that you can't go out in it because you'll be frozen to death. So they invented a train to go all the way around the world over, you know, because the English Channel would have been iced up, everything would be iced up. But what it is, it's just not an ordinary train. There's a hierarchy on the train. The back end of the train is where the poor people are, really poor, living in squalor, sleeping over each other, this and the other. And as you go up through the carriages, you know, you have a better standard of life. They, they're growing all their own food on it, everything. They learn how to redo the water or take water from outside or whatever. And then further you get right up near to the top of the carriage, they have nightclubs, this and the other, elegant people in their elegant wear, you know drinking their wine and, and whatever they're having. The best food that's being grown. But what are they having? What are the people in the back carriages eating? Patties that have been made up. Think of bugs and stuff. So they're being fed that, where the other people are being fed nice stuff. And it's bizarre because here in, in uh, UK, 
Is it called the HS2 Railway? No real need for it, but they're building it. And <laughs> as with all projects, they're millions or billions over budget. There's a surprise. There's a surprise. We need more money. We need more money. Well, no. Now, do you know what? You gave us a price. So do you know what? You're sticking to that price, and now you're working for free. Right. Well done. Let's do it that way, shall we? Rather than, and it's all public money. It's all public money. Your money. That's where money laundering comes in. Here's a big project. People rub their hands. Oh, yeah, fill our coffers even more. That's all it is. What if, throwing it out there, we most probably won't know in this, uh, in our lifetime, what if that HS2 railway is part of the Snowpiercer? That'd be funny. Well, it wouldn't be funny, but you know what I mean. <clears throat> Another film. Oh, is it called The Platform? I think it's called The Platform. Very good film. It just shows you about human nature. And what it is, it's a prison. And I can't remember how many floors. I think it's got about 300 floors or something like that. It goes underground as well. And what it is, there's this platform that the jail cell is square, right? It's square and there's two people to a cell and there's a big square hole in the middle. And this is where the platform just goes up and down, right? On that platform is food. So you get fed. Now, if you're at number one, number two, guess what? You've got the best food, the best. Oh, you can eat as much as you like, as much as you like, have the best stuff you like. As it goes down and down, obviously it's going to get less and less and less. And then all the people at the bottom always starve and die off. But what happens is you change cells every month. So there's some people in there like, uh, I don't know, floor 68. And you go, right, where are you going now? Oh, at floor 32. Oh, oh look, there's a bit more food there, a bit more scraps. And then what happens? You get some idiots that have gone up to the, the second floor or whatever, because one guy tried climbing up the platform. And uh, and they start weeing on all the food, weeing on it and crapping on it. It's like, why? And the guys below said, why? Why are you doing that? Why? Why? Because we can. Because we can. Yeah, next month, they'll be down below again. It just shows you, doesn't it? Human nature. It's always, yeah, I just got to, I don't know, they've got to make themselves better than everyone else or, you know, a bit messed up really, isn't it? So they have cognitive dissonance on the effect that they're doing. Don't care. Don't care. You know, we've got the best food. Don't care about the rest of you. So how can humanity survive or get any better if people don't care yeah so i mean yeah you can attach the label cognitive dissonance everywhere regarding religion i mean you've got some people now that are born again they say oh, i'm born again now and this is the word it's like okay all right <clears throat> do you not feel that's being controlled as well 
why can't you why why do people need labels i'm this i'm that i'm i'm spiritual i'm awakened i'm a pure blood oh god <laughs> always these terms always these terms right your play about blood what about pure thought are you pure thought what would you mean well clearly you're not otherwise you'd have understood what i said you're not pure thoughts pure thinkers oh something around there isn't there hmm okay <laughs> but no matter what you do you could do that trying to help humanity no matter what you do you'll always get the people suffering from cognitive distance even if they feel they're awakened even if they feel they're spiritual all right off you go now you go off excuse me a second off thank you <clears throat> all right sometimes they try to come in on that side they're not nice ones they come and because it goes go away off you go don't have my consent all right okay so no matter what you do or i have a trick question in one of my groups and say are you um like about enlightened are you enlightened uh like you like beginner middle fully enlightened and you'll be surprised how many people come on and say fully enlightened it's like well by you saying that you're not you're not because you wouldn't need to say it. it's a trick question so how can you be fully enlightened what you know everything in the world in the universes on all different planets in the deep oceans in the mountains in the forest you know everything you're fully enlightened with everything uh, no I, I mean i'm fully enlightened on this that's not fully enlightened that's partially enlightened and even when i put these podcasts out in the different groups and that a lot of people won't watch them and that's, that's their choice obviously but they'll be commenting about it, going, oh yeah this 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 and this and this it's like well if you watched it you may find your answer or you may agree or disagree you know we're all allowed to agree and disagree But even when you've had real life experiences, people still deny it. So I've had that experience. Yeah, but it must have been this. The hell. <laughs> and I think as you get older, maybe you tend to isolate yourself more because you're just sick and tired of wasting energy on people that just don't think. I don't think and some people think they do they think they think they think you know this oh it's like most people are in denial regarding satanic ritual abuse most people are in denial of the child sex trafficking of the organ harvesting of trafficking humans in general they're in denial about it complete denial and i heard the other day was it on the radio maybe that in the uk we've had a hundred and sixty three thousand ukrainians come here a hundred and sixty three thousand why do they need to come to uk 
there are genuine refugees. And listen, I know that even just by me saying this may trigger some of you. And we go, oh my God, is that? Take that as a point that you've been triggered and then research why you've been triggered. If you still think this is a, as a war going on between Ukraine and Russia, and that's what it is on the face, you're sadly mistaken, really are sadly mistaken. Again, that could be for another podcast. but And then you've got the, <clears throat> the very, very secret Trojan horse military that's being brought in and being put up in the hotels for two years. So that... So being spent, is it five, seven million a day on them? But, you, you know, they've got transport there. So I go past a couple of these hotels and you can see them all outside. Transport, food, heating, water, clothing. Now you think, you think you're giving all these clothes, charity to Ukrainian. <laughs> of course not. <clears throat> I mean, might get a little bit through, but this is it. You've got the virtue signalers, the good do-gooders think they're doing the right thing, but they're being lied to. So, <laughs> so when you think about it, the UK population are funding and supporting their own suppression. As I said in the other podcast, I hope I'm 100% wrong. I hope I do. I would love it, absolutely love it in a few years' time. If people said... You were wrong on that one. You were really wrong on that one. They brought love and peace to Britain. They brought love and peace. They came in peace. It's a big Trojan horse. You know? And this is it. It's like, guys, come on. Wake up, guys. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Shaking and wake up. So he's got to the level now where it's highly serious. You may have turned a blind eye to that. You may have turned a blind eye for that. But this is going to affect you, your children, your grandchildren, if you can even have any. You may be murdered in your own street. You may be. I mean, it, it sounds like fear porn, doesn't it? I know it sounds like fear porn. I don't even like going down that bloody road. But time and time again, people say, why didn't we see this coming? Why didn't we? Well, freaking loads of us did. And we tried telling you and telling you, but you ridiculed us. You laughed at us because of your cognitive dissonance. They most probably don't even know that that word exists, cognitive dissonance, or those words exist for the pedantics among you. Changing the face of, of every country. Ireland's the same. Ireland's the same. And it's kicking off in these places, which you'll never see on a TV. It's kicking off. Tomorrow, there's a great big demonstration um, up in Cambridge. Just be reminded, these are pre-recorded. So when, when you hear that, it's not necessarily the when it comes out. So it would have already happened. What do you do? What do you do? So th this is the this thing, guys, right? So you try and complain, say, hold on a minute, why are you giving all them hotels that are taxpayers' money, the public, your money that you're working hard for is, as I said, you don't mind if it's a real genuine cause, but we know it's a massive fit-up, a massive fit-up. So you're having to pay extortionate bills, work your nuts off, hardly any money, you can't survive, yeah, they're all lauding it in these hotels. 
obviously, you know, they've been given opportunities. Yep, come here. But they've been trained by the military in Turkey and Ukraine. <laughs> and that's from their own mouths. So I ask you, are you still suffering from cognitive dissonance? Or do you think about things all the time? And yes, it can get overwhelming, constantly thinking, constantly going through the mind, my God, this is happening, that's happening. And there's a lot happening. Yes, as a lot of us said at the beginning, this is a psychological war. It's a psychological war. If you don't understand that, it's going to affect you majorly because your brain won't be able to comprehend what's going on. You know, as, as I've said, I may have said before, I'm not sure, but if you look at schools, mainly in the Western world, here we have uh, primary school, secondary school, then college or university. I think in America, you call college is equivalent of our university, I think. <clears throat> so when, when children are at school, primary school, junior school, whatever you want to call it, what they call it, kindergarten, all this sort of stuff, children are being taught roughly the same thing roughly the same thing yeah america and britain won world war Two. really if you think that <laughs> that's one of the biggest lies and and uh you know misdirections if ever there was one you talk this you talk to respect authority you talk to respect you know the queen or, or whatever um or the royals or you know, look at this person in history. Look at that. Oh, he was a slave owner, wasn't he? He was a slave master. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We won't talk about that. Though. Look what he did. He built all this. No, the slaves built it. You know, and they they bring you up to leave school without any real knowledge. So they're filling your head with shit, fake history, fake geography. And you're going out there. So there's billions of people going out, kids growing up with the same kind of implanted thoughts. So what happens? You tend to, oh, what job are you going to be? What job are you going to have? Job, job, see what they do. Job stands for just off broke, by the way. Plus Job, wasn't he a main character in the Bible? J-O-B, Job. The, the change in, in the pronunciation of the word, we got a job. That was Job, but exactly the same writing. You know about Job? Did God make him suffer lots and lots and lots? Apparently so. So people with a job, do they suffer lots and lots and lots? Yes, they do. Yes, they do. And when you uh, work, you work for the weekend. The weekend. Weekend, weekend. During the week, you're allowed your coffee, your cigarettes, your drug to keep you going through the week. At the weekend, there's the alcohol to keep you going through the weekend to start the week again. The week. The week. The working week. It's all in the words, guys. The working week. And by the weekend, you're knackered. Weekend. <clears throat> so. The kids go to school, learn all this stuff. 
pass it around as though it's gospel when it's not. Yet you have kids, other kids going to private schools, and obviously there'll be a different hierarchy in the private schools. What the parents can afford. You go to a four thousand a year school compared to a twenty thousand a year school compared to a sixty thousand a year school, hundred thousand a year school, quarter of a million a year school. What's going to be taught in there? So obviously here we have Oxford, Cambridge, Eton. And usually those sort of people end up in government positions, positions of authority, as they say. So really, the primary schools, kindergarten, junior schools are teaching children to be the sheep. The schools like Eton, Oxford, Cambridge, uh, Harvard, all those sort of schools teach the children to be the farmers. When you step back and look at it as a whole thing, uh, you get to see the big picture, obviously. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Me and my digressing. Yeah, I was talking about this underground bunker earlier, right? And on the wall, on the wall up there, and bear in mind this is from the 40s, it had the UK set in districts, not in the counties that we have now, but in districts, District 1, District 4, District this. And what's hard for people to realise is that the country names, so like America, uh, United Kingdom, all this and France, whatever, are corporate names. They've been hijacked, corporate names. And you can look on Companies House in the UK, United Kingdom Limited. Go and have a look. Then go and have a look at these assets. And you'll find 174 countries as its assets. So this company here called UK Limited has 174 countries as its assets. And this is one thing a lot of Americans don't like. You're on that list as an asset. So all these countries are paying their money, paying their taxes, paying their bills. It's got to go into the big pot called UK Limited. Did you know that? And who owns UK Limited? Go and have a look. I'm not going to tell you. Go and have a look. Again, cognitive dissonance. It, it, there's so many different levels. It's like, what is your level? What is your level of cognitive dissonance? Where will you shut off? Where, where, where does it get where it's too much for your mind to comprehend? Because the deeper you dig, you find some horrors. Are we ever going to change that? People are working on it. So it, it's like, how can I put this? You imagine the world map, perceived world map. And rather than having country names on it, have districts, district two, district five, district seven, district whatever. And you'd look at that map and go, hold on a minute, hold on. I'm sure that is Italy, Germany, France. I'm sure that, yeah. no, that, that's sector five. What? what are you on about sector five? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, let's push it a bit. Let's push it a bit. I was watching this video the other day. It was only about a 10-minute video. Uh, so 
Is it Randy Quaid? Randy Quaid, I think the uh, the actor. What was he in? Was he in? I'm sure he was in. The Americans will know straight away. Was he in Independence Day? Independence Day is one of the pilots, or he's always like a madcap character, like with his flying hat and his goggles. I'm sure he's flying a dirt, like a, a biplane. I'm sure he was. I'm sure that was him. Please correct me if I'm wrong. And he went all out and he's, he's still alive, but I think he's in hiding because he was out in Hollywood. What's going on there with what they do with children and the cult, what they do with children. I don't know if it was him. It's only a short video, but because um, it had that Isaac Cappy, is that his name? Isaac Cappy, who was really vocal about it. And he says, I'm not suicidal. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. Found dead off of a, thrown off of a, a bridge onto a road below splat but people are asking questions and someone said look you have no idea what you're getting involved here do not get involved and he said well what, what, what is it then he said put it this way so if you put a mix of i can't remember what film he said this film and arrival you kind of understand and it's because of the film arrival i went ah so I forgot the other film. If you haven't seen Arrival, it's an extraterrestrial film. A very slow-moving extraterrestrial film. But that says then that whoever's organising all this with the children around the world is extraterrestrial or not from here. Or maybe they are from here but underground. And that is too much for a lot of people just can't handle it can't handle it so what they'd rather do rather than if the whole world went wash you're what you're taking our children for nefarious means for your drugs the extraterrestrials using as drugs wash it could all stop but because it's a bit heavy it's like oh no we'll forget that all these hundreds of thousands of children go missing each year we'll forget about that in every country we'll forget about that Oh, there's no more homeless people. Where have they gone then? Dun, dun, dun. So where do you come on this? Where, where do you? Do you have your limits? Do you know your limits? Do you actually know them? It's like when a kid says, you know, like a young kid, oh, I know this, I know it all. And they come from, oh, I know it all, I know it all. And I remember it. Um, my oldest daughter, when she was quite little her primary school had a swimming pool and a small outdoor one and she was a fantastic swimmer well, still is a fantastic swimmer and uh she had all the swimming lessons i taught her to swim at two years of age no armbands no this straight in and she went um and they had to do a race at the pool and she's going to her friends oh, i'm a good swimmer oh, i'm really good i'm i'm really good for oh don't say that <laughs> don't say that what happened as they went off all the old kids had no swimming lessons were splashing everyone kicking their legs and it all went in her face and she's like oh, 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 oh. so she couldn't swim so she lost so there's a bit of a lesson there said so, yeah don't don't say that because life has a funny way of going oh really smack <laughs> i suppose she's too young to remember it but uh that's what happens.
So when people say, yes, I'm fully enlightened, I am aware of everything, I'm aware of this, I go, oh, what do you think of this then? What? And they go, what? About this, blah, blah, blah. I go, oh, no, no, I'm not interested in that. Well, hold on a minute. I thought you were fully enlightened. I thought you were, yeah, but I don't want to go down that road. Well, then you're, you're not enlightened on that, are you? No. Please refer to a previous podcast, what is enlightenment? <laughs> So cognitive distance. Are you surrounded by people, loved ones, family, friends, even children, parents that suffer from cognitive distance? It's hard work, isn't it? Really, really hard work. So is it then, I was going to say, is it in our genes? But if your family are, are like that, it's... I suppose there are some people that are born with a, a different, maybe a different genetic code that may have come out from you know ancestors from hundreds of years ago and it's just come up in you especially if you're the black sheep of the family now normally there's one black sheep of the family and they're the ones that show cognitive thoughts they're the ones that think about things or can see straight through the bullshit just immediately it's like bump, i can see it you're lying you're lying we know you're lying Oh, no, but they're lovely. Yeah, the man on the telly, he says he wants to protect us by us all staying in for the rest of our lives and eating bug burgers with no money. What more do you want, you know? Got this alien invasion coming. <laughs> it's hard work. And sometimes it is safer being on your own. Sometimes it is. It's nice to have interaction every now and then, but... For the whole of it, it's, I think, because we've been so bombarded, especially the past few years, bombarded, caused our, our minds have been hemorrhaged because of this. Relationships have failed because of this. And new relationships have formed because of this. But you have to make the choice whether you're going to tolerate how people are towards you because of uh, how you see things differently. And how they ridicule you. The amount of people I've spoken to where their their husbands or their wives or their parents or their children, brothers, sisters are ridiculing them at the dinner table in front of everyone. And maybe it's the first time they've had that because of all this new stuff. I've had that since birth. So it's, you know, so you can recognise the signs immediately. So even if just people walk into the room, like, womp, you can feel their energy. Womp. Yep, you suffer from cognitive dissonance. There's no point in having a conversation, just, hello, how are you doing? You can test the waters. You can ask them questions. What do you think about this then? What do you think about that? Oh, okay. You can plant seeds and maybe, just maybe, they'll ask you a question later on. If someone asks you a question, happy days, happy days. Being the black sheep of the family has its benefits, really, really does. Yeah, it can be lonely in the beginning because you realise your family's a bunch of arseholes trying to destroy your life. But when you wake up to the fact that, you know what, they don't serve me anymore. They don't, not in an egotistical way, they don't, they don't want what's best for me. They don't want that. So... 
and I know I know some people personally, and they're, they're in such turmoil because they want their partners or family members to wake up going, come on, please see through this. What's going to be happening if you don't wake up? You know? You see, I'm so sad, I'm so sad, I'm so... Oh. It's not right. See, look, obviously they don't care about your sadness. They don't care about how you feel about them and how you feel about you want to protect them. They're not interested, which means should the time come or if the time would ever come, they will throw you to the wolves. How do I know? I had it done. When you have your own dad take you to court, I was something so stupid. Well, not stupid, but um, regarding my own children, it's like, what the hell? And in there going, what the, f what is going on here? What the, why would you be doing that? Because <clears throat> he liked his bubble. He liked his bubble. <laughs> I think I triggered my dad so much. Uh, well, whenever I saw him or, hardly ever saw him my whole life but <clears throat> you know no matter what i said he'd jump on it wouldn't even think would not even contemplate thinking about anything but i would have said not one bit not once no and died young 70 that's well, youngish i suppose and that's it and then then you yeah you could say tick one, that's one out of the way. <clears throat> and in a way, it's a kind of a relief because it's like, oh, it's another person who's not around to keep going on and banging on and slagging me off and doing this. You know, and maybe you're the same. Maybe you have that too. But we've got to be stronger than that. Yeah, no matter what you do, as I said many times before, when you put your head above the parapet and you start going, well, hold on a minute, start questioning publicly. You will get them. Paid trolls, paid shills. You've you got to deal with all the people suffering cognitive dissonance, plus all the paid shills as well, the paid trolls. You've got to deal with all of that. And most people aren't strong enough to deal with that. They're not. Absolutely not. So they're not keeping their mouth shut. So there's a lot of knowledge out there that is being suppressed because people are frightened of speaking out, speaking their minds for fear of ridicule. You've got to look beyond that. Got to go through that. Again, again. Okay, all right. I think I did a podcast on this before. Karma, did I do a podcast? I'll have to check. But maybe, just maybe, these people are suffering from cognitive dissonance. Is their karma? How about that? That's their karma. And what you're doing is by trying to wake them up, are you interfering in their karma? <laughs> There's another spanner in the works there. Boom. Oh, God, something else to think about. There's a saying, before you help someone, think about if you're interrupting their karma. Obviously, we won't know what's in their past lives or whatever, but... 
if you believe in karma. If you don't, don't worry about it. But especially the past few years, as I keep saying, it's really fragmented people's minds. It's really, really fragmented people's minds. And they don't know who they are anymore. They don't know what they believe in anymore. They're like, uh, 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 you okay? I, I, I don't know. Um, uh, I feel, I don't know. What's, how has this happened? And, and their life may fall apart because of it. Why did this happen? How did that happen? Why are they doing this? Why are they saying, uh, you can't think? And without you realizing, there's lots of old triggers buried deep inside of you. That you have no idea is there. You have no idea they are there from whatever. You may have been thrown around as a baby. You don't know. You may have, I don't know. Some parents, believe it or not, pinch their babies. You know, have some of that. You know, because it's like, stop crying, pitch. Not right, but not but it's no but it's not right. But um the, the the baby wouldn't know that, wouldn't remember it, would they? Wouldn't know. So therefore there's stuff in inside of you. If you're constantly shut up, you know, you go in the supermarket anywhere, look at most parents, a kid stop saying something, shut up, shut up, I've had enough of you, right? And they go right on a kid. It's like, whoa, they're just a freaking kid. Yeah, they can be annoying at times. Can't we all be annoying at times? But and that's a suppression technique that goes into them. So it's like, okay, well, I better not speak out. I can't speak out because I'll be shouted at and they don't love me. If I speak out, they won't love me. Look at most people. They won't speak out. Most people will not speak out. So that has come from somewhere. As a kid, they've been suppressed or something. Or been in a relationship. Or their overbearing father, mother, constantly on at them. They didn't go very quiet. Won't speak up. Come subdued. Some people go the other way, completely opposite way. Right, that's it. Hate on the whole world and aggressive. But if you don't know these triggers, how can you deal with them? How can you deal with them? Cognitive dissonance. So, okay. If you do feel confused at any time, if you feel you don't know where you're going in life or whatever, there are a couple of things that can be done. One, do spiritual guidance readings if you're into that i'll put the links up in the show notes uh, and it's good just to see where you are and when you do a spiritual guidance reading seven cards laid out and they usually tell roughly a little bit of your past present and where you're going all right and now some of the readings are uh, confirmation reading something you already know and it comes out and you go, oh, that's exactly what I thought. Exactly what I thought. That's confirmation reading. You get an encouragement reading, empowerment reading. Sometimes you get a telling off reading, believe it or not. You do. If your mind is causing you issues, you'll be told. So I have that there. Uh, see where you're going. Or if you want a deeper dive, an even deeper dive into your mind to see where your thought processes have come from and what's kind of guided you through life and maybe uh, you've made some not so good decisions or wondering why you're making the same mistakes all the time or why you're feeling a certain way or why you're not achieving certain stuff then there's something in the mind in your mind that's holding you back and we have master of keys therapy for that we de 
deep in, two hour session deep in um, to unlock the different layers and find out where the issue is and then work on resolving it. I think it's highly important nowadays, really important. Your mind is so important, really important. So keep an eye on it. You are the gatekeeper of your mind. So control what goes in it. Yeah, control what goes in it. Anyway, guys, thank you for listening to my ramblings and my 5,000 digressions. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed it. But start to understand some people will always suffer from cognitive dissonance and there's nothing you can do about it. Ask questions, plug little teeny things. Try not to go on a great big rant that this is happening, that's happening, this is rah, rah, rah. That's easy to do. Rein it in. Ask them, what do you think of these 15 minute cities they want to bring in? What do you think of the digital ID? What do you think of the cashless society? What do you think of this? What do you think about these shortages that are here, but they're not there? What, what, what do you think of that? What do you think of that? And they might start going tick, tick, tick. They may have experienced some crap during the pandemic, but have kept their mouth shut. And you just may be the catalyst by asking them the question for them, that last jigsaw piece to go, donk, oh my God, I knew something was wrong. I knew something was up. I knew this, I knew that. Okay, well, tell me about it. And then you're getting them to talk. Opening up. That's one for the light. Zero for the darkness. <laughs> okay. All right. You know what you got to do. You have jobs to do. Go do them. All right. Take care, guys. See you real soon. Bye-bye.